In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And as I told this young lady over here before Mass, I've been waiting a year to meet you and to pray with you. And I've been waiting a year to pray with everybody else. Last year, one year ago this week, we celebrated a special needs mass for the very first time here in the history of the shrine. It was well attended, it was joy-filled, and it is a delight to see a larger crowd here this week bearing an equal, if not greater, joy. We just sang, our God is an awesome God. Do you guys believe that? Good, because that's why we're here. That is why we are here. And the great joy that we gather in is the joy of the fact that he saves us. That he saves us. And so my friends, let us just honestly acknowledge that we're not perfect. That we make mistakes. That we need to say we're sorry. Because we're here before God who is awesome. Who does, in fact, save us. And let us prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the entrance. She went running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. Mary stood crying outside the tomb. While she was still crying, she bent over and looked in the tomb and saw two angels there dressed in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and the other at the feet. Women, why are you crying? They asked her. She answered, they have taken my Lord away and I do not know where they have put him. Then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who is it that you are looking for? She thought he was the gardener, so she said to him, If you took him away, sir, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and said in Hebrew, Rabboni, this means teacher. Do not hold on to me, Jesus told her, because I have not yet gone back up to the Father. 
but go to my brothers and tell them that I am returning to him who is my father and their father, my God and their God. So Mary Magdalene went and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and related to them what he had told her. The good news, the gospel of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Has anybody here ever been the first one to do anything? That's a funny question, isn't it? But some of us have been, right? Okay. For example, some of you were here last year when we did this for the first time together. And we celebrate somebody today in the church whose name is Mary Magdalene, who was the very first person to do one of the most important things ever. She was the first person to announce that Jesus was risen from the dead. And Jesus himself is the one who gave her that job. That's a big job. That's a really big job. But it happened in a very important way that has a lot to teach all of us who are here. Has anybody here ever been thirsty before? Has anybody here ever been really thirsty? Has anybody here ever been really, really, really thirsty? Has anybody here ever been so thirsty your throat hurts and you're not happy? Okay. Because that's what Dean in the back there was singing about in our responsorial song. About a thirst that was inside the heart. We don't think of the heart as drinking, do we? And yet, a heart that was so thirsty for God, that it couldn't be happy until it met God. And that's the kind of heart that Mary Magdalene had. She loved Jesus so much, and she knew that Jesus would make her happy, so she didn't stop looking until she found him. And she wouldn't settle for anything less than him. Because if you're really thirsty, what do you want to do? You want to take a drink, right? If you're really thirsty, will watching TV help you? No. If you're really thirsty, will baking cookies help you? No. If you're really thirsty, will fixing a flat tire help you? If you're really thirsty, all of those things might be good, but it's not the drink you need, right? Mary Magdalene was like that. She wanted Jesus so much. She knew that Jesus would make her heart happy, and so she wasn't going to settle for anything that wasn't him. That's a big love, isn't it? And so she came to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning looking for Jesus. It was still dark out. The sun wasn't even up. And she came to the tomb, and Jesus wasn't there. And she was bothered by that because she didn't know where he was. 
but she stayed there. And while she was there, she was sad. And she was sad because she couldn't see him. And she came to see him. But she wasn't going to go anyplace. And all of a sudden, while she was crying, she saw something. She saw angels. Would anybody here like to see an angel? How about seeing two angels? That would be better than one, wouldn't it? So Mary Magdalene looked into the tomb and saw two angels. And amazingly, amazingly, Mary Magdalene saw those two angels, and the angels didn't make her happy. Isn't that funny? Because we'd like to see angels, wouldn't we? And that would make us happy. But the reason the angels didn't make her happy was she was looking for Jesus. And as good as an angel is, an angel's not Jesus. And so when the angels spoke to her, Mary's question was only, where is Jesus? You guys are good, but I'm looking for him. Look at how big the love in her heart was. Even something as great as an angel wasn't good enough because it wasn't Jesus. And it's when she said that to the angels that Jesus was behind her and called her to himself. What a beautiful lesson that is about knowing deep in our hearts who it is that is the one who is best for us, who it is that is really good for us. And it's not that anything else is bad, it's that he's the best. And our hearts are really thirsting for him who is the best for us. But what was really funny, have you ever wanted something really bad yeah? And did you ever get something you wanted? Yes? Good. But here's Mary Magdalene. She wants Jesus, and Jesus is right there talking to her, and she doesn't recognize him. Well, isn't that funny? She wanted Jesus. She wouldn't settle for anything but Jesus, and Jesus is standing right there, and she doesn't know who she's talking to. And in coming to Mary in this funny way, what Jesus wants to do is show her that he's even better than he, she thought he was. That as much as she loved him, he's actually even better than that. And when he speaks to her and he begins to show her that, he does it by saying her name. Because one of the most important things Jesus says to all of us is our name. And when Jesus says our name, it's not like when anybody else says our name. When I was little, my mom had a certain way of saying my name that I knew I was in big trouble. <laughs> you know, sometimes we see people say our names in mean ways, sometimes in good ways. Sometimes they say our name and we know we've got to do something. 
Sometimes they say our name and we're happy. But when Jesus says our name, he always says our name in a way that makes us completely loved and completely better. And so that's what Jesus does. He says her name in a way that makes the tears go away. He says her name in a way that lets her know that the one she really loves is right there with her. He says her name in a way that says he knows her better than anybody and likes her better than anybody else ever will. Wouldn't we all like somebody to say our name that way? That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And look what happened. Jesus said Mary's name that way, and it changed her. And then Jesus said, and now you've got to go. And you've got to go to the 12 apostles, and you've got to tell them about me. The apostles tell everybody else, but Mary told them. And when she went to them, she was the one who said, not I heard that Jesus rose, but that I'm the one who met him. And he said my name, and it changed my life, and he sent me to you. And those apostles who learned that from Mary went out into the whole world, and they did the same thing. They told people about Jesus and about the way he says our name. And they brought people to churches where they baptized them. And the first thing we do in baptism is we say the person's name. And the church, like Jesus, says the name in a way that loves us completely and that changes us. And 2,000 years later, in a church, by a priest or a deacon, Jesus said your name again, and you were baptized and brought here. Note how wonderful that is. We're all here because Jesus already said our name. And we're here because in this place, in just a couple minutes, he's going to say your name again. Your ears aren't going to hear it, but your heart is going to. Because right here on this altar, Oh, Jesus is going to be here. And we're here. Isn't that cool? And because Jesus is here, he's going to come down from that altar in the holy deacon's hands and in my hands, and he's going to be very close to you. And you're going to get to come up and walk to Jesus. And you're going to hear us say something. We're going to hold up the sacred host, the body of Christ. And we're going to say, the body of Christ. That's what you'll hear us say, okay? But when I look at you and I say, the body of Christ, if your heart listens really strong, Jesus is going to be saying your name. And then we get to receive him. 
and in our hearts, he's going to keep saying our name in that wonderful and beautiful way. That's why we're here. What a great thing. What a great way to do it. But before we get to do that, I'm going to give you guys some work. Nobody told you I like to sneak work in, did they? <laughs> because I need you to think about saying somebody else's name, okay? Because what we're going to do is we're going to pray together. But we're going to pray together with the best prayer partner there can be, and that's Mary, Jesus' mom. She's the one who's the first person to say Jesus' name in the world. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray with Mary, calling on Jesus' name by naming people that we love. All right? So begin thinking about somebody you love, all right? Because what we're going to do, and we have all kinds of people to help us. We've got crosses, and they've got hearts on them. And we've got pens. And what do you do with a pen? You write with it, exactly. And so I'm going to make you write. On the back of the cross, write the name or the names of people you would like to pray for, of somebody who's sick who needs to be healed, of somebody who's been good to you that you would like God to bless, of someone you care about, okay? Just on the back, all right? And then what we're going to do, and we have clipboards and we have people who can come around to those who can't go forward to the table, but we're going to pray together. And you guys are going to come forward to the front and we'll have helpers up here We'll take your prayer, those names, and pin them to these ribbons. So when we're done, Mary, Jesus' mom, is going to be wearing the names of all those people we care about. And while we're doing that, we'll be praying for every one of them. So are we ready to do this? Yes. Good, then my helpers, I'm inviting you forward. <coughs> Okay, so we can have some people come right up to the table right here where we can, uh, our helpers will uh, work with you to uh, get the crosses filled out. When you have it written, then you're going to bring it over to where I am by the statue of Our Lady. Okay. When you have your crosses, bring them over here. And let me see the cross first. For Dorothy, Tiana, and Bob. For Mom, Rita, Robert, Bridget, Maureen, Catherine, Kathy Bilelo, Gianna, Joseph, and Mary. And this is from you? Oh, my. For Dad and Mom, for Michael, Gary, Alondra, for my cousins, and all of this from Alexa. Is that you? Very good. This is yours? Okay. So this is Donna and Gail, Phil, Russ, Kristen, and Jean. Is this one yours? Father Bernack, 
grandma and grandpa. There we go. <laughs> That's a lot of names. It took a while to say them. I'm not sure I read them all correctly. But the important thing is that we said them together by writing them, by sharing them, and by bringing them forward. And now they are on Our Lady, and she is literally wearing the names of the people we care about. She's literally wearing, in a sense, our love for our family members and for our friends. What a great way to dress Our Lady, huh? And so let's unite all of our prayers together by calling on one more name. Because when Jesus came into the world, he did it by saying somebody's name. He sent the angel Gabriel who said, Hail Mary. And as the angel spoke that name and Mary heard God speaking her name, she opened her life and Jesus came into the world. Note what happens when God speaks our names. And so when we say that prayer, Mary remembers what happened that day, and she turns to God in thanksgiving. And she'll say to God, in her voice, all of these names. And so let's ask her to do that by praying that prayer that we all know. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray. May the holy reception of your mysteries, Lord, instill in us that persevering love with which St. Mary Magdalene clung resolutely to Christ her Master, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Thank you all for coming out to pray with us today, especially for all of you who did the work behind the scenes, the moving of the chairs, the planning of the liturgy, the hours of choir practice that went into making this work. Thank you, thank you very much. Having done this two years in a row, it's safe to say we now have an annual tradition and we will be doing it again. <laughs> the Lord be with you. And, and may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Go in peace to live the gospel message. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.